Greetings, fellow Earthlings. This is Dave Smith with And Another Thing with Dave. Me being the Dave. Thanks for tuning in. Um, what I'd like to talk about this evening, this episode, is the myth that socialism, A, has never worked, and B, can never work. So, I'd like to start with some of the stereotypical examples. You know, Russia, Germany, and China. None of those are socialism. Russia and China were communism, and uh, Germany with Hitler was an authoritarian, totalitarian state. So none of those are socialism. <clears throat> People point to Venezuela. Well, look how Venezuela is doing. Well, do you know why socialism is suffering there? It's because we've been fucking with them for 40 years because they have the second largest oil reserve in the world. Shale oil. It's expensive to, uh, to process. So this only became a thing recently when the technology became made affordable to process this shale oil, which is, you know, thick crude oil. Um, <clears throat> so we've had economic sanctions against Venezuela for decades. We've attempted the assassin assassination of their uh, president Chavez 12 times. Um, and the elites and business owners within Venezuela are withholding goods from the marketplace to make the present government look bad so that the people will rebel, right? It's, that's the CIA's oldest trick. Bring, a, bring the people to their knees and have them, have them do the, re, you know, the revolt and the overthrow for you. Um, if you make the people so miserable, they will lash out against their leadership. It's been proven time and time and time again. Never with good long-term results, but we've done it. So another example of socialism is Libya. So, you know, Gaddafi is looked, oh, evil Gaddafi. Oh, oh, he's so evil. He's so evil that every citizen of Libya got a check every month from their oil revenue. So they had free health care, free college. You got a check every month because your country is selling oil. And it's nationalized, so instead of Exxon or Shell just getting a fuck ton of profit, it actually goes out to all the people. You're building better roads, better infrastructure. Uh, Libya actually embarked on what was called, it was building the what was going to be the eighth wonder of the world. It's the two largest aqueducts in the world, bringing um, water from a huge underground aquifer that they found under the desert and running it out, you know, creating huge, vast farmlands. Well, you know what the United States did? We blew up that, that aquifer, those, those pipelines. We destroyed them. That was part of bringing Libya to its knees. Why did we do this? 
you know, it wasn't anything to do with their leader being evil or this or that. <clears throat> he was going to transition to the gold dinar, to the gold standard, away from the dollar. Right? So, I don't know if everybody knows, you know, the... Um, you know, the standing of the dollar. It's the default currency. If you want to buy oil, you have to buy it in dollars. You have to convert whatever your currency is to dollars. Then you can buy oil in dollars. And somehow the U.S. strong-armed this agreement after World War II. And we've been rocking it ever since. And <clears throat> it's one of the only things... The petrodollar, that's what it's called. Um, the petrodollar. It's one of the only things propping up the dollar at this point um, is the petrodollar. And the fact that if people want to buy oil, they have to do it in a dollar. Um, and of course, we make money off the exchange and da 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 da. <clears throat> but anyway, I'm veering off the point. So, Gaddafi nationalized their oil. Everybody gets a check from the oil revenue every month. He was going to transition away from the dollar to the gold standard, to the gold dinar. And he was going to encourage, he had a meeting where he encouraged every country in Africa to do the same. Well, that would totally fuck the United States if all those people no longer bought oil in dollars, but they just had their own gold thing going. Oh, shit. So we couldn't have that. So we killed him. And we blew up that beautiful aqua, you know, water pipeline that created a food forest larger than the, the, the Central Valley in California. And we destroyed that. So now it's back to desert, not growing food anymore. Awesome. So... Socialism does work if greedy, capitalistic fucks don't fuck with it. You know, I would love to hear from some people around the world. You know, I've seen I've seen our listenership recently, and it's looking like there's people from 16 countries chiming in or listening. So thank you for tuning in. But I would love to hear your opinion. If you uh, download the Anchor app, um, you can leave a voice recording on any podcast. So chime in. Tell me where you're from and tell me how socialism's working out for you guys. Because here, I pay 25 to 30% of my income. We don't have free college education and we don't have free health care. So what the fuck do I get for that 25%, 25 to 30% of my income? I don't get shit. You know, the highways and everything, that's paid for with gas tax. The schools are paid for with property tax. So I have no fucking idea where my income tax goes. I guess it goes to bombing poor kids in Iraq and Afghanistan and Yemen and Syria and Libya and Egypt and Somalia and wherever the fuck else we're, we've got some covert bullshit going on. I guess that's where my tax dollars go, but they sure the fuck don't go to anything that helps me. You know? It's unbelievable.
So people talk to smack about socialism. Like, well, how are we going to pay for it? How are we going to pay for it? Um, well, let's talk about how are we going to pay for it. So free college. How are we going to pay for it? Right? Well, let's look at the outcome. Let's, first of all, let's think of it as an investment in your society and your citizenry. So you're helping each person get a better, more fulfilling job, which in turn generates more taxes because they're making more money, right? So <clears throat> let's, these, are, these are numbers I got off Google. These are numbers for the U.S. workforce. Your average high school graduate in the U.S. <clears throat> makes about $25,000 a year on average nationwide. Your average college grad makes twice that, 50000 So if you <clears throat> take this through their work life, their entire career of working, that college grad is going to pay 170000 or more in taxes, more than the high school grad did. So <clears throat> how are we going to pay for it? Well, it looks to me like it's fucking profitable. You can't tell me it costs $170,000 to give somebody a college education if it's not for profit. So there you go. So even if it cost $100,000, $25,000 a year to give somebody a college education with free books, free education, everything, you're still making $70,000. Right? There's still 70,000 positive dollars generated by this person becoming more educated and a more valued work, worker uh, and a higher paid worker, paying more in taxes. So, you know, yeah, it's going to take a few years, but in a generation, you would see a phenomenal change. You know, there would be Silicon Valley's in, you know, 10 parts of the country instead of just right next to, you know, Stanford University in Palo Alto where the richy rich kids could afford to go. Um, anyway, I, di <clears throat> I digress, <clears throat> but excuse me, one moment. Pardon me, I'm back. So, but, but there's all these myths surrounding socialism, right? And one of the things is, oh, well, we can't afford it. Well, the U.S., first of all, let's just look at this, these statistics. The U.S. is the only industrialized nation in the world that does not offer universal health care, meaning everybody gets health care, whether you can afford it or not just because of your tax dollars pay for it every and just about every industrialized country also offers free college and for the reasons i mentioned it it's an investment in society and in the citizenry themselves you have happier more fulfilled people doing more skilled things creating a more dynamic society 
So these arguments that we can't pay for, it's just bullshit, right? Then you look at the military budget. We spend in the U.S. more than the next 12 countries combined. That was before Trump's military budget increase. And he did an increase for perpetuity. Our military budget is going to increase $132 billion a year every year. Are you kidding me? We already spend more than the next 12 countries, 746 billion. Russia spends 50 billion. We spend 700 billion more than they do. Wow. But we can't afford healthcare, can't afford education, can't afford to to invest in a, the green new deal which would repair our crumbling infrastructure and phase us out of fossil fuels and into green technologies, creating millions and millions of skilled, high-paying jobs in the process. So this, oh, it just kills me, right? Because socialism never works. You hear people just fart this out of their mouth because they've seen it on Fox or fucking CNN even. MSNBC, it's all the same crap. They're all the same crap. They're all, okay, all of our news organizations, newspapers, radio, TV, everything owned by six corporations, all of them making money off of war. So you don't hear any of them saying, we we need to stop dropping bombs. We need to plant more flowers. You don't hear a fucking single one of them. Nope. And you won't. So it's all the same shit. But what you don't hear is, you know, about cor- corporate bailouts. You know, you don't hear about propping up failing businesses. I thought capitalism was supposed to be about survival of the fittest, you know, or, or competition to keep the market strong and to keep prices down and innovation up. Well, we don't have competition in the, in the fucking United States. We have two cable companies in the entire country. So you don't have a choice there. You know, we have six phone companies. You have no choice there. The media companies, you have no choice there. Facebook and Google are all over your information. There's no choice. There's no competition. So we're being lied to about the benefits of capitalism. And we're being lied to about the evils of socialism. And at the same time, the things they say about the evils of socialism... That, you know, it's, you know, the government's going to have to prop it up. Well, what the fuck is bailing out a bank that's too big to fail? What is that? So capitalism's supposed to be like a casino. You bet you fucking lose it all at the, the, you know, at the uh, craps table or whatever. You're done. Sorry. Bye-bye. There's no bailout. You just fucked up. Bye bye. That's what capitalism is supposed to be like. So these hardcore let the market decide people say that when they're doing well. 
But then they want the government to come. They put their fucking hands out and want to bail out when they fuck up. No, fuck you. And the whole bullshit of, of, of it would have created a, a vacuum and it would have been horrible to prep. Bullshit. Bullshit. It would have created, if we let all those companies fail instead of bailing them out, it would have created a vacuum. And then credit unions would have rose up and replaced those banks. Right? So... You just change who's in charge, but people are still going to need banks, right? So, you know, what, what, if, what if this? What if the government paid off all the mortgages that were going to default? Instead of propping up the banks that had those bad mortgages, what if they just paid off the bad mortgages? Then nobody's defaulting. Nobody has to leave their house. The banks aren't you know, underwater, you fix the whole problem. Oh, but that causes what's called a moral hazard. So that's why they didn't do it, because they don't want to encourage people to, to extend themselves too far because of a moral hazard. Then the people will get used to doing that. Well, what about the fucking corporate moral hazard? Holy shit. Ah, I'm sorry I'm swearing so much, but this gets me so fucking pissed off because our country was brought to its fucking knees. The rich were made so much richer. Occupy rose up about that whole shit. Now we're right back in the same situation. BLM is hitting the streets like Occupy because everybody's so fucking fed up and pissed off and broke and jobless, about to get evicted. And, and, you know, what's anybody offering? Nothing. $1,200 fucking check. $1,200 check. Meanwhile, Trump in the debate tonight was, was saying, uh, our economy, the stock market is doing fantastic. I, I heard a great quote the other, I don't know, the other month. And it was, uh, you know what the stock market is? It's a graph of rich people's feelings. And that's a pretty fucking apt description. It doesn't represent jack shit. You know, most working class people don't have any money in the stock market. And if you really have a, a shit ton of money, you know, money, the, the majority of people that have a lot that make a lot of money in the stock market don't work. They have their money working for them. You know, Paris Hilton and people like that, right? Socialites. <laughs> Those people should be hunted, you know? Like we idolize these people that are destroying our society. And then we point a finger like, socialism never works. How dare you want some, how dare you want something for everybody? And I'm not saying free shit. Nobody's saying free shit. Once again, I pay 25% of my income in taxes. What does it go to? That's the question. What does it go to? And there's other ways we can develop income to pay for these things. Derivatives in the stock market are not taxed. Why? Every trade on the market, derivative or every trade should be taxed. 
And Bernie Sanders was saying, even if you taxed it a half a penny per derivative trade, that would pay for Medicare for all. Just a half a penny per derivative trade. And once again, the people trading derivatives are rich frickin' hedge fund people, you know? Your average person isn't in the hedge fund market. You know, that's when you have, you know, you've already got five houses and now you got money to play with. So I'm pretty passionate about this. This gets me really fired up. Um, I was watching a couple uh, couple uh, podcasts on this. One talk I was watching is um, Abby Martin and um, Richard Wolf having a, about a half hour talk on this very topic, you know, on, on the reality of what socialism is. And there's a million different forms of socialism. So to say it never worked, doesn't work. The majority of governments in industrialized countries are a form of democratic socialism. It varies from country to country, but they're all democratic socialist countries. We're the odd man out and we're the new country. So how fucking arrogant for us to think we have it all figured out and we can't learn from countries that have been around for thousands of years longer than we have. How fucking arrogant is that? Really? You know, we claim to be, you know, that our genius is innovation in this and that, right? Well, to be truly innovative and on the cutting edge of innovation, you have to be aware of what your competition is doing too, right? So, but... With this talk about socialism and free education and, and free health care, the argument stops there. Nobody ever says, well, let's look at what the rest of the entire fucking world is doing. And let's see how it works there. Let's see where it works really well and where it could use some improvement. But it must be a thing because everybody's fucking doing it except us. So how did we get brainwashed into voting for the rich person over our own interests? Over rooting on, you know, rich reality show stars like Donald Trump, the Kardashians. How did we get duped into, into worshiping that, worshiping fame and, and celebrity and money over substance and what's actually good for ourselves. Unfucking believable. You know, the United States is is descending faster and faster into fascism. And you hear these people. I, I, this chick posted this thing today on Facebook. You know, one of these stupid things about socialism and it shows like an empty grocery, grocery store with empty shelves and all this crap. 
So I responded back with a video from Max Blumenthal from the Gray Zone, where he went to Caracas, Venezuela, and filmed the grocery store to show that it's absolutely fully packed. You know, he was counting like 15 types of craft beer, craft beer. There's 30 types of beer, 40 types of wine, Chilean wine, you know, Australian wine, Californian wine, you name it. All the shelves were full. Some of the shit's expensive because of speculation and capitalists hijacking their market. But nobody talks about that. They just talk about, it's not working. But why is it not working? Because the economic sanctions and the economic warfare that the rich and the elite class is fucking playing. They're playing chess in Venezuela right now. Anyway, I'm ranting. So if you're picking up what I'm throwing down, if you're digging what I'm doing, please do subscribe. Please share the podcast with friends. Help me grow this thing that we call, and another thing, with Dave. We're up to uh, eight different platforms right now. Spotify, Apple, all over the place. Anyway, this has been Dave. Thanks for tuning in. Oh, and yeah, feel free to leave a um, on the Anchor FM platform, anchor.fm. You can leave an audio recording of up to a minute long as a comment in this podcast, and I can include it in the podcast. So if you feel so inclined, do so. Stay vigilant and keep fighting. Thank you.